Hey, everybody, this is the Bozeman Matrix, and you got Dave here. How you doing? I'm coming to you from sunny and warm Oregon. Yes, you heard me right, sunny and warm Oregon. We've gone from uh, midwinter to uh, uh, pre-summer here in uh, two days. So, uh, not complaining, enjoying it very, very much. So, we got lots lots to cover tonight. I'm only going to try to do an hour, and uh, and the only reason I'm doing that is because I've got the chickens out, and i got to get the chickens back into the, the pen, and sometimes that's pretty interesting. Uh, nobody has ever asked me about the hat, the sticker right here. That was basically conceived um, back in the early 2000s, and as you can tell, it's an anti-alien sticker, and boy, you wouldn't believe what people come up with. They think it's a code for anti-illegal aliens. Well... Not of the southern border type, but, you know, the the, the interdimensional type. Yes, it is. Uh, those are illegal aliens. Um, God doesn't want them here. Yahweh doesn't. And I don't I know. I don't want them here either. Although they try to come around every once in a while. But, you know, we know how to get rid of them. Um, so uh, tonight, the title of the show is The Monkey Pox, Who Flung Poo? Okay, there used to be a, a joke about that. Uh, it was a, an ethnic joke about who flung poo. But uh, in, in our case, it's the WHO, which is the who, flung poo. And if they're throwing poo at us again, and what do I mean by that? If you go to the zoo and you see the monkeys and, and you get them kind of agitated or, you know, just talk to them and try to get them. To, to perk up a little bit, a lot of times they'll they'll pick up their excrement and throw it at you. They're flinging poo. So, and that's what who the uh, WHO is doing. They're uh, they're starting it again with a yet another uh, soon to be pandemic. Um, although I'm kind of iffy about this being a pandemic, it's possible. You know, anything's possible with these characters. But uh, you know, it's uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, they're already canvassing for it on the news um the monkey the monkey pox the monkey pox is coming the monkey pox has infected people in europe has infected people in canada and asia and africa and well it's it's pretty well endemic in africa you know um so excuse me pardon me um anyway we have the monkey pox (laughs) um I don't know. They're, they're, I'm going to write a poem about the monkey pox, I think, and have some fun with this. Um, it'll be more like a Dr. Seuss uh, poem. You know, uh, oh, oh, the monkey pox. You can see them in your socks. And if you want, you can throw rocks at them. I don't know. <laughs> Figure out something. That wasn't a very good poem, I guess. But um, anyway. So what what is this thing? You know, um, back in the early days, uh, when I was a child, my wife was young too. Um, we, uh, all of us got this thing called the smallpox vaccination. And I don't remember much about it. All I remember is that I I didn't feel too good after I had it, but you know, that's neither here or there now. It's many, many years ago, decades ago, almost a half century ago. And, um, so, and then you, you finally were able to go out and you go to school or you go over to a friend's house and, you know, your, your parents had friends and you go over there and, uh, there was this girl, little Ruthie. I can't remember 
a friend of the family somehow, and we were comparing. She was a cute little kid too, uh, comparing our little scars, our little bandages, because then they were bandages, and um, I had to wear that for a while, and then that that came off, and the scab popped off, and everybody my age has a little scar on either their left or right arm up in the uh, deltoid, I believe that is region. And, um, so that's how you can tell if a person is, a uh, oh, generation, um, uh, of my generation, you know, they, they have that mark on their arm, but, uh, anyway, um, so we're all inoculated for smallpox. So if this thing goes around and it is related to smallpox and they're trying to take out the, uh, my generation. Yeah, it ain't going to work. Uh, we were all supposedly um, the uh, smallpox vaccination, uh, even the one they have today, it pretty well handles this thing, if you want to believe that. I don't believe anything anymore that comes out of the mouth of the who-flung poos, you know. Um, oh, that's such a good name for them, the who-flung poos. Okay. Um, anyway, so, yeah, it's now they've come out with a new um, – vaccination for it and thank god it's not a um a virus vector and it's not a um uh not in the same vein as what the covid 19s were you know the uh the bad ones um it's just a virus that can't replicate and they stick it into you and uh your body builds up immunity and theoretically it's supposed to give you um uh, so it's to vaccinate you for the flu. No, not the flu. Uh, the fl- that flung thing's got me going here. I keep reading it on the bottom, scrolling across. It vaccinates you against the uh, smallpox, and it's supposed to work for the, the monkeypox, too. And now I've read several things. One of the things said that the monkeypox is more akin to chickenpox than it's akin to um, smallpox. And anybody who's had chickenpox knows that you get it and you get over it. Um, very rarely do people come down with chicken pox and it kills them or, or, um, or messes with them in a genetic sort of way. Okay. There was always a, a, a theory when we were kids that if your mother, your mother got it and she was pregnant, it could harm the baby. Um, however, most of our mothers were pregnant when we got, it. um, the chicken pox it is, and, uh, everybody came out just fine. Okay. So. Uh, if it's if it's related to the chicken pox more than smallpox, then uh, that's not a bad thing. It really isn't. And um, now there's there's probably going to be a mass campaign because I read tonight that they're releasing the national reserve of this uh, monkeypox vaccine. So there is a possibility that people will um, will start saying, "Hey, you need to get this. You need to get this. Uh, think about your neighbor." Yeah. Uh, we've got watchdogs. No. There. Um, so anyway, uh, sorry for that interruption. But, uh, boy, they hear a noise outside, and it's it. It's all all chaos and confusion. And uh, oh, I guess somebody was at the door. Anyway, uh, where do we go from here? Okay, the monkey pox. So... I don't really think that there's a, a problem with it. Um, and I don't think there's a need to worry. And several people have come out already and said there's 
there's no need to worry about it. So, um, and I know that my audience, uh, our audience does not worry about things like that, that if they tell us to worry, that means even more that we shouldn't worry. And um, so anyway, uh, so I wanted to read about this, the monkey pox. Okay. But first there's an article from, um, let's see where, where I got that from. Oh, natural news. Okay. Uh, Monkeypox, just the latest engineered distraction as controlled demolition of human civilization accelerates. And, you know, it was really weird. Um, I was listening to some songs from the 60s yesterday. Uh, I happen to really like Bob Dylan. I think his mu- music isn't just music, it's poetry. And I like his poetry. So I was listening to it and, um, man, it just, it may be sad in that, and seeing what they're doing to humanity, because, you know, humanity in itself is, is a beautiful thing. Okay. People are, are beautiful uh, because we're made in the image of God, made in the image of Elohim, Yahweh. Um, and that doesn't mean that he looks like us, although Yeshua does, because he was born into the, the human realm. But um, he uh He's, we're made in his images. We're what he imagined us to be when he created us. Okay. Uh, he created us, uh, basically triune, your mind, spirit, and soul. He created us, um, perfect actually until the fall. And, uh, that wasn't his fault anyway. It was ours. And, um, so we're created in his image and being that we're created in his image, we're special. Okay. And we have an enemy. We have a common enemy, all of us, although some of us don't realize it. Some of you serve the enemy. Um, you know, and that's, uh, Lucifer, uh, aka Satan. And he, um, he doesn't, if you think Satan's like some, some people more than others, you're dead wrong because when he sees us, he sees the image of God. He sees what God had imagined and had decided to create. And in its uh, infancy, hum- humanity was per- perfect because he made it until the fall, of course, again. And but um, and there, there are those who serve him that think that they're they're doing a good thing. But um, the fact that we look like what God had imagined, what God had set out to make, that he hates everybody. He might show favors to some people that are, you know, incredibly um uh, incredible abominations and stuff like that. But in the end, he hates everybody, every human being that ever lived or ever will live. Satan hates. Okay. And, um, and that being the case, you know, <laughs> he doesn't play favorites, uh, for any good reason. Whereas Yahweh plays favorites because he loves us. Okay. Um, so you have these, uh, knuckleheads running around. And, you know, it really would not surprise me if uh, after all is said and done about this monkeypox, we found out that it came out of the Ukraine, out of one of the biological labs in the Ukraine. It would not surprise me, surprise me excuse me, surprise me one bit. And um, I don't know. We'll wait a year or so until we start getting more about this. And uh, I got a sneaking suspicion that that's where it's going to they're going to see it comes from. Maybe the Chinese will leak that or the Russians will leak it. And um, and we'll find out that that's what happened. But uh, no doubt they have a copy of it in those labs. And they're, and they're screwing with it right now as we talk. But um, anyway, um, so 
on with the article here now like i like to do i like to read the uh the article title and then all the tags okay tags are important believe it or not um if you don't have never made a web page or a, or anything like it you don't know that we have to put little tags in there and it makes uh, search engines easier to find our sites and and to categorize them in certain ways so when uh, it says monkeypox, just the latest engineered distraction as controlled demolition of human civilization accelerates. Um, and it says here by Mike Adams. And it was produced today, uh, May 23rd. And uh, the tags are anti-human, comma, demolition, comma, depopulation, comma, extermination, comma, Genocide, comma, globalism, comma, monkeypox, comma, monkeypox, one word, um, comma, outbreak, comma, pandemic, comma, plague, comma, smallpox, comma, warfare. Okay. So, yeah, people that don't know, don't realize how important those tags are. And it took me a few years to realize that. Okay. So this is natural news. Monkeypox, a very mild contagious disease that deserves no panic whatsoever, is reportedly spreading across the world among attendees at the gay pride gathering of 80,000 people in Grand Canaria. That's the Canary Islands, folks, off of, uh, West Africa. Okay, as the, uh, the Sun reports from the UK, the Canaria Pride Festival held in the town of Mas Palomas, between May 5th and May 15th has become a hotspot for the monkeypox outbreak reports El, El Paz. Uh, it turns out that engaging in gay sex activities with thousands of strangers spreads disease. And in parentheses, he says, who knew? <laughs> um, even the WHO now says that monkeypox is spreading mainly through sexual conducts among gay men. I wish they'd use the term homosexual. Gay is not a fair word to use. Gay used to mean happy and carefree, you know. Um, anyway, it is what it is, I guess. Um, it says, note that there is, isn't a single corporate media outlet in the world that will admit such a fact. They cover up the filthy sexual habits and pretend that anal intercourse among multiple sex partners is perfectly normal, perhaps even preferred. Many uh, known patients are gay men who were tested after going to STI clinics, the WHO said, the WHO said, excuse me, uh, health chief, chief warned gay and bisexual men to be on the lookout for new unexplained rashes, added the sun. Uh, cases have been now detected in Israel, Norway, Australia, Portugal, Spain, Belgium, Germany, France, Netherlands, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United States and Canada. But monkeypox presents virtually zero risk to the world. The media hysteria surrounding the topic is just the latest effort to try to spread fear and panic in order to push, you guessed it, the inevitable monkey monkeypox vaccine that will be forced onto everyone if they can conjure up enough panic. See, folks, don't panic. Don't worry. Okay. Anyone dumb enough to fall for the latest outbreak hysteria is dumber than the monkey, of course. Uh, among primates on planet Earth, human beings are the only species dumb enough to poison their own food supply with pesticides, mass murder their own offspring with widespread abortions, and inject themselves with genetically altering experimental vaccines that cause infertility and death. Even rats aren't stupid enough to engage in those practices. It takes an obedient human progressive to be that stupid. <laughs> I like this guy. Um, 
subtitle, only 10 weeks of wheat supply left in the world. Uh, as Insider.com reports, a food expert named Sarah Manker testified before the United Nations, warning that there are only 10 weeks of wheat supply remaining in the world. Importantly, she also recognized that it's not merely Putin's fault. Uh, and from that story, let's see, Sarah Manker, the CEO of agriculture analytics firm, uh, Grow Intelligence, uh, told the United States, the U, excuse me, the UN Security Council that Russia-Ukraine war has is not the cause of the food security crisis, but simply an added fuel to fire uh, that what has long been burning. It's important to note that the slowest grain inventory, lowest in, grain inventory levels the world has ever seen, are now occurring while access to fertilizers is highly constrained, she said, and. Um, and drought in wheat growing regions around the world is the most extreme it's been in over 20 years. Similarly, inventory concerns also apply to corn and other grains. So what happens after the wheat wars hit, excuse me, the wheat wars hit uh, a critical point or of collapse. Food riots, of course, upheaval, civil unrest and revolution around the world. Lack of affordable food will push every nation across the the world towards a boiling point. Some of those nations will see violent revolts. Others will see their governments fall, as is happening now in Sri Lanka. Understand that the oblivious masses still have no clue the food supply is collapsing. They think that the grocery stores in November and December will be fully stocked. Obvious Europeans, obviously Europeans think heating energy will be widely available too. They are wrong. The expectations of supply currently held by the oblivious masses are catastrophically inaccurate and subject to radical, painful corrections as reality kicks in. And then he goes on to listen to more, and he's got um, a link to his um, his uh, video on the subject and then a whole bunch of um, links down below. Okay. And he's on several formats. My goodness, he's on BitChute, Rumble, Parler, Getter, True Social, Telegram, Bright On Social. Um, yeah, he's on everything that is not leftist. Okay. So now we get kind of an idea of what's going on with this. Um, that it's being used as a weapon. Okay. A weapon to get you and me afraid that something bad is going to happen. And we will give them consent to do whatever they want to to make things better. Mommy put a Band-Aid on it so I can feel better. No, just leave it out exposed to the air so it'll scab over and you'll be fine. Okay. Now, let me uh, real quick just go back to here and see. Nope, nobody in the chat room. I don't want to ignore people. Okay. Now, yeah, I'm going to Wikipedia to look up monkeypox, okay? I, ooh. There's a pretty gross picture here. <laughs> um, those pox are a lot bigger than chicken pox. Let's see. Infectious disease, symptoms, fever, headache, muscle pains, blistering rash, swollen lymph nodes. Usual onset, 5 to 21 days post-exposure. Duration, 2 to 4 weeks. Causes monkeypox virus. Diagnosis or diagnostic method testing for viral DNA. 
differential diagnosis, chicken pox and smallpox. So it's related to those prevention, smallpox vaccine. How about just staying away from people that have it, not getting close and, and not, uh, trying to, um, love your brother, so to speak. Um, prevention. Okay. Medication. Ticoviramat. Okay. Frequency rare. Deaths up to 3.6% West Africa and, um, let's see, up to 10.6% in the Congo Basin. All places where, unfortunately, homosexuality is rampant. Okay. <clears throat> let's see. Monkeypox is an infectious disease caused by the monkeypox virus that can occur in certain animals, including humans. Uh, we're not animals, but I, I just passed that by. Symptoms begin with fever, headache, muscle pain, swim, swollen lip nodes, and feeling tired. That is followed by a rash, uh, rash that forms blisters and crusts over. The time from exposure to onset of symptoms, usually 7 to 14 days. The duration of symptoms is typically 2 to 4 weeks. Okay, so that's the same as what we read earlier. Uh, Monkeypox can be spread from handling bush meat, whatever that is. Um, an animal bite or scratch, body fluids, contaminated objects, or close contact with an infected person. And we know what kind of contact we're talking about here. Of course, if it, it was a heterosexual couple, it could be kissing. It could be uh, doing a nasty. Um, the virus uh, normally circulates among certain rodents. Diagnosis can be confirmed by testing a lesion for the virus's DNA. Disease can appear similar to chickenpox. Let me take a break here. I got to tell you something, folks. Back in the 1700s, uh, revolutionary days here in the States, um, they actually had a cure for smallpox. It wasn't um, a, uh, a vaccine per se, but what they would do is they would, they would open up a lesion and they would scrape. <laughs> if you're faint of... Uh, Faint of stomach or, or something else, uh, turn the sound off for a second. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. What they would do is scrape the pus out of one of the lesions and then inject it into a person's uh, bloodstream or under their skin somewhere. And then your body would start to fight it, like it would fight a disease. Um, and they would only do this to healthy people, of course. Well, it made the healthy people sick, but they noticed that they didn't die from it. And that when smallpox came around again, uh, the people might have gotten it, but not as severe. Okay. Um, it's known that, um, General Washington actually, um, had, uh, several, uh, or most of this, the soldiers, uh, vaccinated in this sort of way, uh, before, uh, they started, uh, a big offensive. And, uh, because the British had already done this to their soldiers. And their soldiers were immune to the smallpox, but the American soldiers weren't. And so he did that. And then uh, after a while, everybody became um, uh, resistant to smallpox and um, and things got better. Smallpox is a nasty um, history. Uh, and it is true that there was a time when, um, when the army, the Union Army, would um, infect um, blankets with uh, smallpox and they give the blankets to the uh the Native Americans and, and wipe out a whole people. You know, it's, uh, that's a, <clears throat> a blot on our, um, <clears throat> national history. 
And a sad one to that. Okay. All right, where was I? Okay, the small packets vaccine can prevent infection with up to 85% effectiveness. I, I would like to see that, the numbers and how they figured that out. Uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. In 2019, a monkeypox vaccine, uh, Genios, J-Y-N-N-E-O-S, was approved for adults in the United States. The current standard for treatment is Tecovirumat, a, um, an antiviral that's specifically intended to treat infections with orthopoxivirus, such as smallpox and monkeypox. It is approved for the treatment of monkeypox in the European Union and the United States. Uh, Cytofovir um, or uh, Brincytovir, I'm telling you, where do you get these names, may also be useful. Reports of the risks of death if untreated are as high as 10% to 11% in the Congo Basin, Central Africa, uh, clade uh, of monkeypox. Monkeypox was first identified in 1958 among laboratory monkeys in the Copenhagen, uh, Denmark. Monkeys are not a natural reservoir for the virus. The first cases in humans were found in 1970 in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, which was a communist state, I might add. An outbreak, not that it has anything to do with it, but i just like to point that out. <laughs> An outbreak that occurred in the United States in 2003 was traced to a pet store where rodents were imported from Ghana, which is in West Africa, where those rodents were sold. Uh, the 2022 monkeypox outbreak represents the first incidence of widespread spread community transmission outside of Africa, which began in the United Kingdom in May of 2022, with subsequent cases confirmed in at least 12 countries, including Europe, including several in Europe, North America, and as well as Australia and Israel. Signs and symptoms. Early symptoms include headache, muscle pain, fever, and fatigue. The disease can initially appear similar to chicken pox, measles, and smallpox, <clears throat> but distinguished by the presence of swollen glands. Uh, these characteristically appear in near the ear and jaw, in the neck, or in the groin before the onset of the rash. Within a few days of the fever, lesions characteristically appear on the face before appearing elsewhere, such as the palms of the hands, the soles of the feet, and a centrifugal, centrifugal distribution. Interesting. Never heard that phrase before. I guess meaning that if you're, you know, you move your hands a lot and you move your feet a lot, so I guess it kind of spreads in those directions, huh? Centrifugal distribution. All right. Three quarters of affected people have lesions on the palms and soles, more than two thirds in the mouth. Oh, a third in, on the genitals and one in five have lesions in the eyes. They begin as small flat spots before becoming small bumps, which then fill with the first clear fluid and then yellow fluid, which subsequently bursts and scab over. Real pretty disease, isn't it? Uh, there may be a few lesions of several thousand or several thousand, sometimes merging to produce large lesions. In each part of the body affected, the lesions evolve in the same stage. It looks identical to the rash of smallpox. An affected person may remain unwell for two to four weeks. After healing, they may leave. They may have pock marks before um, becoming dark. 
A limited person-to-person -person spread of infection has been reported in disease endemic areas of Africa. Okay, and it goes in uh, causes. Monkey virus. Monkey virus causes a disease in both humans and animals. It was first identified by Preben von Magnus in 1958 as a pathogenic crab-eating macro monkeys. Um, the scientific name, macaba, yeah, and that word, being used as a laboratory animals when um, two outbreaks of the smallpox-like disease occurred in the colonies of monkeys kept in research. The crab-eating macaw Macacu, let's just put it that way, is often used for neurological experiments. Monkey um, pox virus is an orthopox virus, uh, genus of the family uh, Poxvidae, that contains other viral species that target mammals. The virus is found mainly in tropical regions or tropical rainforests, regions of South or excuse me, regions of Central and West Africa. The virus is split into Congo Basin, split into Congo Basin and West uh, African clades, uh, matching the geographical areas. The virus was first discovered in humans in 1970. Almost 50 cases were reported between 1970 and 1979, with more than two-thirds of these being in Zaire. The other cases originated in Liberia, Nigeria, Ivory Coast, and Sierra Leone. By 1986, over 400 cases in humans were reported, small viral outbreaks with a death rate in the range of 10% and, and a secondary human-to-human -human infection rate of about the same amount occur routinely in Equatorial, Central, and West Africa. The primary route of the infection is thought to be contact with the infected animal or their body fluids. The first reported outbreak outside of Africa continent uh, occurred in the United States in 2003 in the Midwestern states of Illinois, Indiana, and Wisconsin, with one occurrence in New Jersey. <laughs> Good old New Jersey. Um, the outbreak was traced to a prairie dog infected from the imported Gambian pouch rat. No deaths occurred. Uh, infected from an imported Gambian. Okay, I got it. Transmission. The virus enters the body primarily through the broken skin, even if not visible, or the mucous membranes, the eyes, nose, and mouth. Human-to-human -human transmission is thought to occur primarily through close contact with an infected subject. Uh, there are indications that transmission is occurring during sexual intercourse. Animal-to-human transmission may occur by a bite or a scratch, bush meat preparation, um, direct ca casual with body fluids or uh, lesion material, or indirect contact with lesion material such as through contaminated bedding. Humans can also be infected by an animal via bite or direct um, or direct contact by an infective animal's bodily fluids. The virus can also spread from human to human by respiratory airborne contact or contact with an infected person's bodily fluids. Oh my goodness, here come the masks. Um, risk factor for the incubation period is 10 to 14 days. Further uh, research about the transmission of the strain is responsible for 2022 outbreak is ongoing, but it's not thought to be different from other strains of the West African clade. Um, in addition to monkeys, the virus is found in the Gambian pouched rats. And we know we have those all over the place, right? <laughs> I'm not going to read the scientific name. 
doe mice is another animal, and the African squirrels. Uh, these use, the use of these animals as food may be important source of transmission to humans. No specific reservoir for monkeypox has been found. Monkeys are not the main reservoir, contrary to the name. It is believed African rodents, such as the ones listed above, serve as the actual reservoir. Okay. Epidemiology. <laughs> okay. It just goes into a whole bunch of different cases that they had. I'm not going to go into that, okay? Forgive me, but I'm... You get tired of reading after a while, you know? So, what do we think about this? Well, of course, it's it seems like it's... Uh, interesting that it's coming just before the uh, midterm elections. Okay. Um, do they want people sick so that people can't go to the polls? Um, the thing is that the people that are being infected for the most part are liberals. Okay. Most, uh, homosexuals are liberals, not all, but most. And, um, so if that's the case, then they're keeping their own people away from the polls. The, the, the leftists are, um, what's another possibility? Um, we know that AIDS started out as a uh, mostly a homosexual um, disease, but it spread because of bisexuals mostly who like to go both ways and um, and have sex with women. And then the women give it to the men to have sex with them and and so on and so on and so on. And um, and it um, just spreads like a, like wildfire. Uh, I would be very. um I'd be very careful, I think, um, getting blood if you, if you need blood. Um, try to get it from a friend that you know is, um, you know, doesn't fool around sexually, uh, is monogamous with, with one partner, has been for years, hopefully. Um, or, you know, a close relative, um, your wife, your, your children. And things like that. Most of the time, children are, are the uh, same uh, blood type as the mother, and uh, so that's a good thing. So, um, you know, I just wouldn't let them pull it out of a, uh, a refrigerator in the hospital. That's that's a little too chancy right now. And <laughs> this might sound a little crazy. Okay, think about who's saying it. You'll definitely think it's crazy. Um, what about mosquitoes? Okay. Now, I often wondered about this with the AIDS virus. If an AIDS, if a mosquito bites a person with AIDS and draws blood, does he, the next person he bite, uh, can they be infected? Now, a lot of people say no because of viral load. And what viral load is that, um, you have to have so many viri, uh, in order to catch, uh, what the other person has. In other words, if they sneeze, well, there's, tons and tons and tons of, of viri in those and droplets and you might you know if a person sees on you and you're sick you're going to get it okay um however if you know if you touch something that they touched and you wash your hands right away and you don't touch your eyes or your nose or your mouth then you probably will get away with not catching it um 
but I've always wondered about mosquitoes. I really have. Uh, does a person that bites somebody that has monkey virus, monkey pox, if they bite a human, will they get it? I don't know. Um, and if they did, that, that would probably be played down anyway, because that, that would, or maybe it'll be played up, because that's one heck of a scare tactic. Man, talk about trying to push people into getting a vaccine. Tell them that the mosquitoes can spread it. My goodness, you'll have people lining up for blocks. Um, the, the un- ill-informed, you know, the uninformed will do that. Um, those of us who know better won't. Um, hopefully, <laughs> uh, you know, we, hopefully, uh, several people, even the ill-informed, or the formerly ill-informed have realized that, you know, government not good, government bad. And especially this government. Um, and, you know, if, if they want us to do something, my goodness, turn around and walk the other way. You know, fight tooth and nail not to not to uh, capitulate to their demands, so to speak. Um, yeah, I don't know. Now we got this bird flu thing going around, too, and people are slaughtering chickens like there's no tomorrow. Afraid of the bird flu. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, boy, did I sound like somebody I know. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, I don't know. Don't fall for the scare tactics, folks. Don't fall for it. Okay. Because the more people that fall for it, the more, it's kind of like, um, you know, they say that poltergeists and stuff and, and, and ghosts, they draw energy from fear, which means that the government is basically a, a poltergeist or a, or, 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 you know, um, a paranormal entity <clears throat> because they draw fa- power from fear. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pardon me, folks. I have to, um, if I can find the mouse, I got to call. Okay, that's better. Um, so, yeah, the last thing, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And, and I don't like quoting Franklin Delano Roosevelt, but. That was probably the only smart thing that the man ever said or did. You know, don't fear fear. When you fear fear, you're a fool. Okay. You, you gotta, you gotta confront fear. You have to fight against fear. Um, if you're a believer in Yeshua, you know that there's uh, no weapon formed against you that can prosper, that, um, God has your back. Yahweh has your back all the time, that the Holy Spirit's around, that the, to help you out, that there are, um, good angels around to, to fight against the, the malevolent angels and the demons that are trying to harm you. Um, so, you know, there's, there's nothing but good coming from his side. And if you belong to him, that's even better. You know, years ago, um, I used to be involved and, and still am to some degree, although things have kind of quieted down, um, in helping people to overcome, um, alien abduction. And, um, we found, and you know, you can argue with this all you want, that, uh, saying the name of, uh, Jesus or Yeshua during an attempted alien uh, abduction or harassment makes them go away. All right. Uh, they fear that name. They fear the name of Yeshua because they know Yeshua is going to be the one that casts them into the lake of fire. Actually, an angel does that, but uh, uh, under the direction of Yeshua. And even when uh, when he approached, um, what was it, the, the demoniac in the Gadarenes? 
the the demon addressed him and said, "Who are? Why are you here? Have you come to to punish us before the time? Before the time that we are supposed to?" And uh, he hushed him and said, "You know, be quiet." And then he cast him into the the pigs, and that was the first time we ever had deviled ham. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, you want to know where spam started? It started in uh, ancient Israel at about uh, 30 BC or 30 AD. Uh, just kidding. That's don't take that as scripture. I'm not promoting that. That was a joke. Okay, I know somebody's going to write to me. Somebody's going to write and say, "Show me that in the Bible." You just show me that in the Bible. And I'm going to say, go listen to the video again. I was just kidding around. Um, but anyway, they fear that name. And yours truly, uh, in the past, you know, used to get harassed by these things. And um, in the form of aliens, they're actually fallen angels and demons. Uh, there are no aliens. Um, they would like you to think that they are. They're aliens, but they're not. And, um, you can read my book, um, if you want to, it's, it's free online, uh, on my website, Delusion Resistance. You can just download it from there. It's a PDF and, um, yeah, check it out. It's, uh, it'll tell you all about these things. Um, they're deceptive and, and, uh, what they're doing today is the same thing they've, they've done for the last 2000, 3000, 4000 years, um, deceiving people, making people think that there's something that they're not. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, so we found out that the name of Yeshua or Jesus, um, makes them go away. And like I said, I've had, had it happen before and, um, and yes, it, it definitely works. Um, but what I wanted to tell you is that, um, there's, when you come to faith in Yeshua, you're adopted adopted by Yahweh okay and and the scripture says that several places um and with these these stupid entities them and the insectoids and uh and all the other ones that are involved the Nordics and stuff like that um is that um they they're persistent okay now you don't have to know Yeshua to use his name to make them go away, but you have to realize that when you invoke that name, that you invoke the name of the biblical Yeshua, the son of God, not some mystical guy that rides around in the UFO throughout the universe. Not, not, what is it? Um, Zanata, not Zanata Jesus, not the force of the universe or anything else. Uh, he's the, the God that lives outside of time and space. So he can't be part of the universe. Okay. Can't be part of something that he made. All right. Um, and it's funny because I, I had a lady call me one day when we were doing this, this stuff, you know, and, and um, she said, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. She was quite irate with me on the phone. And I think it was like 12 midnight or something like that. And I was tired and I, it's like, oh man, can't you call some other time? <laughs> I gotta call at midnight. I gotta work tomorrow. Um, I didn't say that to her. I thought it though. Um, so anyway, and I, I listened to her spew what she had to spew and, 
And I said to her, I, all of a sudden it clicked in my head and I, I feel it was the Holy Spirit telling me, ask her who she thinks Jesus is. So I said, ma'am, I said, who is Jesus to you? And she's, oh, he's the force of the universe. He's, he's Sonata. He's the one that, you know, he's one of the, one of the gods, one of the manifestations, just like Buddha. And, and I stopped her and I said, ma'am, I said, you're calling on the wrong Jesus. You're not calling on the biblical Jesus. He's the one that can stop this. I said, what you're doing is akin to a Jew walking into Gestapo headquarters and asking him to save them from, from Hitler. You know, and real quick, I got to give her the gospel and then she hung up on me, but I got to give it to her. So she heard it anyway. Um, and I like to tell this story about um, this is an analogy that I was given years ago from above, I do believe. And um, <clears throat> so there's this little kid. And he lost his parents. I don't know how he just lost his parents, uh, whether through an accident or whatever. And he was an orphan. And he was going to school, the same school as his other kid that he really liked. And um, so we'll call the other kid Stephen, okay? And so he, he says to Stephen, he says, you know, he says there's this bully that comes around and bothers me all the time. And I can't get rid of him. And the more I try to resist him, the more he he comes after me. You know, he's hit me a few times. He's flushed my head in the toilet, you know, all those things that bullies do. And um, so the kid said, um, well, just tell him that you're my friend. Okay. So the next day the bully comes up and he says, listen, he says, you better leave me alone because Steven is my friend and his dad is the sheriff. So you better leave me alone. Well, you know, the bully thinks about it. Maybe it's a good idea to leave this kid alone because I don't want to get involved with the sheriff. He's a, he's a pretty nasty guy and he can, you know, he doesn't like my dad and, and, and you know, it's a typical thing. Anyway, um, so the bully backs off for a little while, then realizes that, hey, you know, I can still go after this kid, you know, and so he does again. Well, the kid goes home and he talks to his father. His father's a very reasonable man. Um, he's hard on, on the criminals, but very, very reasonable man. And he says, he says, dad, he says, there's this kid. He's a really good friend of mine. He's almost like a brother to me. He says, and he's getting picked on all the time. And he says, and you know, I, I'm an only child and I really would like to have a brother. And, and this kid would make the perfect brother. So the father thinks about it for, you know, a few days, maybe a few weeks and, and decides to do it. Decides, decides to adopt the kid. Um, so he adopts him. And, um, so finally, um, the bully comes up to pick on him again <clears throat> and says, uh, you know, he says, I just became adopted by the sheriff. So now I'm the sheriff's son. So you better leave me alone. Well, the bully went out and decided, Hey, it's too risky. You know, I'm not going to get in a tangle with the sheriff now because now they're basically like flesh and blood. And, um, if I pick on him, I'm picking on Steven and the father and, and I'm just going to go pick on an easier mark. And it's the same thing when we get adopted by Yeshua, when these things are bothering you, you know, before you could use the name and say, yeah, I know I'm good friends with her. I know, I know the name of the sheriff and I'm friends with the son, even though you're, you're not intimately friends with the son, like you are when you get adopted by Yahweh. But anyway, and these things will leave you alone for a little while and, but they come back. But when you, come into a relationship, um, get adopted by Yahweh, 
um, then you, you change. Okay. Myself, I think your DNA changes. I, I really do. I think you have a, a change in DNA when you come to faith in Yeshua. Because scripture says, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things are passed away and all things are new. Well, a new creature means a new creature, a new creation. Okay. So we become adopted and we have the power and authority, not just the name, but the power and authority that goes behind that name. And they know it. And so they might bother you a little bit, try to intimidate you, but sooner or later they stay go away and they go away for good. And, uh, if you're having that problem, then maybe you ought to think about that. Um, you can go to delusionresistance.org and my email address is there. You can uh, write to me if you're having that problem. Maybe we can get together on the phone and talk, or if you live local, maybe we can get together and sit down and have coffee or something, you know? Um, but anyway, it's, it's important that see the, the fear, the kid had fear at first. The fear was kind of abated a little bit, but then it came back some. But then when he, he became adopted by the sheriff and like we're adopted by Yeshua, Yahweh, um, we have that power and authority and those things cannot come against that because they know that the person that adopted us is going to be the one that cast them into the lake of fire. And they'd rather go bother somebody else. You know, there's billions of people on earth they can go bother and not, not bother you. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing because it's basically putting your, your cares on somebody else. But still, you know, if you've been harassed enough, you know that you don't want to be harassed anymore. And it's, it's important. But, um, and a lot of it has to, with the fear too of the government, the fear of vaccinations, the fear of, all these different things that are being thrown at us, um, the food crisis, the the formula crisis, the baby formula, um, the gas crisis, uh, and everything else. And, and they're only crisis because we allowed them to become crises. You know, um, there are things we can do. The gas. Well, if you're going to go to town, make sure that you get all your business done in town in one trip. Don't make 10 trips to town. Okay. Um if you work, if you commute, yeah, that's a bummer. You're spending a lot more money in gas. But if there's things you can do, if, um, like when I worked up in Salem, I had uh, a health plan up in Salem. And I would just make, a lot of times I would make the um, the appointments for when I was up there. You know, there were several times I did that. Not all the time, but several times. And after work, I just run over there real quick or I'd take off a half hour early from work, go and, um, I get my business done. Then I drive home and that saved me a 40 minute trip up to Salem. Um, you know, if, if you know people that are going to the store, maybe you can grab a ride from them or the great can grab a ride from you and you guys can shop together. You know, uh, two people killing two birds with one stone actually, uh, would be a good analogy of that. Um, see how beautiful it is back here. Look at the background behind my head. This is paradise. It really is. And I'm just so blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be out of the city, out of, out of a town. I, I could never live again where, um, where the next house where the house next to me is 15 feet from my, my wall, you know, uh, or 20 feet, you know, it's, I think the next house here is like a quarter of a mile up the road. Um, and that's, that's even too close sometimes I think, but, um, Anyway, um, you, you need to trust in him. And, and uh, 
for me to say that my wife would i'm sure would would argue that i'm not the first one that would say that i trust in the lord all the time i uh i let things get to me i stew on things and then i get mad and um and sometimes that's a good thing but most of the time it's not and um and got we got to learn to appreciate the things that we have you know for every bad thing that happens to us or every bad word that somebody says against you there's a thousand words that are spoken in your favor there's a thousand things that god has for you that are that are favorable opposed to that one thing you know when we moved here i was man i emotions like this you know because it was something new it was you know we're in a built middle of a building project and uh we just ran out of money well what are we going to do well we're going to piecemeal it and do it as we can go you know um a year ago i would not have been as um acceptable to that plan but what do you do you know um you can get mad and spout off for no reason or you could just say hey that's the way it is and we'll cross every bridge as we get to it and you know i tell you these things and then tomorrow i might just fudge on everything i said tonight i don't know um, i'm human you know uh 100 too <laughs> um but uh anyway folks um don't let them bully you and scare you into fear um the the opposite of love is not hate it's fear hate is a manifestation of fear when you fear something you hate it okay it's easy to hate something that you fear um how many times have you been at work and say i hate when they assign me that job well you hate it most likely because you fear it you maybe don't know how to do it as well as other people or or you know it's just a god-awful job to do uh you might be afraid that your boss is not going to like the job that you do you know there's there's a thousand different things to think about um in that regard but um the opposite of love is fear okay and if we're fearing we're not loving and if we're not loving then who are we right who are we if we're not loving God is love and those who love him practice love and um and do love okay not just practice but do so folks we're getting close to the hour mark on this and I would never intended to go past an hour so that's a good thing um but the monkey pox you know don't worry about it it's just another thing they're throwing just another barb or fiery dart that the devil's throwing at us. And if we're wearing our armor and we have our shield handy, we're, we're catching those darts and they're extinguishing right when they hit the shield. Um, so don't let the, okay, here we go. Don't let the bastards win. Okay. Don't let them win. Be triumphant over these, these God awful people that are trying to erase humanity and, and, and uh send us all away you know it's uh i think loving them oh i can't you know that's scriptural and everything but it's so hard for me to say loving them even though they're they despitefully use you you know it's 
it's it's such a hard thing and it's probably the last thing i'll learn before we go to heaven i don't know if i learn if i learn it at all but um it's hard for me to love somebody that i know is out to get me you know and that's all these for lack of better words bastards are out to do uh, they want the power. They've got all the money that they've got, all the money they could actually ever want, and now they want the power. Well, um, to God be the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen, right? So having said that, um, I'm going to go ahead and end this show. Um, I got to go put the chickens away, and boy, is that a fun job sometimes. <laughs> There's always two that don't want to go. Okay, and uh, it's usually a rooster and a hen. There's a few roosters that um, really like the, the uh, there's a few hens that really like the roosters. I don't know. I think they got something going in there. But um, anyway, uh, so I got to go out and attempt to do this and uh, and hope that uh, they've all gone into their coop to settle down for the night. So that having been said, uh, we will see you on Thursday night. God willing, and the creek don't rise, Brian will be here. Uh, if not, I'll be here. And uh, we'll bring another subject up and talk about it. So, well, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face rise upon you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, and your lying down. And may he bring you the peace that passes all understandings. In Yeshua's holy name, amen, amen. Good night, folks. God bless.